0: Welcome, welcome back. Welcome to War Room. Your host today is Juanita. So, for the last month, you have not heard from me, but uh, I thank God that I'm back on the air. We had some trying times, but we're going to give God all the glory and all the praise. Because you know what? The end of the day, God wins. Amen? Alright, let's get started. So today, what I'm going to talk about is just do something just do something. So what I'm going to tell you is before I get started, I want to give a shout out to our listener, our first time listener, our long term listener. We want to say welcome back. Welcome, welcome. And we pray that God will minister to your heart today, that he will speak life into you, that he will speak his word that brings life because the life of God is in his word. Amen. Amen. So we are just going to believe God with you that today is a day-changing message for you. So that way, every day you get to grow closer and closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. So like I said, if you need a title, my title is Just Do Something. So we all know that in the beginning, God did something. There was nothing going. Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, starting with verse 1 and going down through the whole chapter of Genesis chapter 1, you notice that God did something. There was nothing on the face of the earth. There was nothing doing. Holy Spirit was just kind of Chilling out, just moving about, doing nothing. I mean, there was nothing until God did something. And then something, uh, what we see today, everything that we see today, that we can feel, uh, touch and feel and smell and taste. Everything came to be when God said something, when God did something. And then the way God did something is by him saying, he says something and God said, and God said, and then coming all the way down to chapter one, verse 26 and 27. God said, "Let us make man in our own image," and He made man from the dust of the earth. Chapter two, verse seven says, "And God breathed His life into the nostril of man, and the man became a living soul." Amen. Hallelujah. So, because God, we were the only being that God breathed His life into. We have the same ability, the same the same spirit, the same the, spirit, the same life of God that nobody can duplicate is in us. Hallelujah. And then. If you go down to Genesis, not Genesis, Mark chapter eleven, uh, and verse starting with verse uh, starting with verse twelve, coming all the way down. Jesus wanted something to eat that day. I'll go to that scripture, and he went to the fig tree and he found nothing. And during those time when you had leaves, if the fig tree has leaves, it should have something to eat. Well, on this day, the fig tree had nothing. So starting from verse starting from verse, uh, what is it? Verse eleven. All the way down, you can read that for yourself as you are on your study time. But just for time's sake, the fig tree has nothing. And Jesus said, let no man eat out of your, eat any fruit again from you. That was verse 14. And the next day, the disciples were coming back from uh, Bethany and they saw that the fig tree had withered away. And Peter, of course, making mention, he did remember what what Jesus said to the fig tree. Well, I'm telling you something. When there's nothing, you got to do something. And Jesus did something. God did something to bring everything into existence. Jesus did something. And and several occasions, Jesus had to say something. Most of the stuff, of Jesus said something. And I'm trying to tie a picture here. We have the same ability. If you don't have anything going in your life, that means you're not saying the right thing. You're not saying what you're supposed to be saying. Or maybe you're not believing what you're saying. So I'm going to camp on that area for a little bit. So now that we have, uh, that we have established that, I want you to know there are a couple of things, very big things that, that can cause the, cause us not to say anything. Number one, I want you to write this down. We are ashamed of the word of God. You say, I'm not ashamed. Yes, you are. This is how I know, uh, cause I am not now. You might be super, you might be, a lot more developing the area than I am. But most of the time, we feel ashamed because we don't want people to uh, look upon us as holy super spiritual we don't want people to look at us as though we don't make mistakes we don't want people to feel like we are too superpower, super spiritual or all rashes we kind of have these things that for me that's what came in my head like well people are going to think we only of me they're going to think I'm too super spiritual oh yeah and the big thing is you're not going to fit in you know you want to fit in you want to blend in you don't want to be seen. you just want to be a super ninja Christian you know you don't want to be seen and and then number two, we don't believe what we say. Most of the time we say things because we want to be theologically correct. We want to be, we want to present ourselves again, different, different people. We want to look holy, filled. We want to look super spiritual in front of our super spiritual friends, but we really don't believe when they come down to the bottom. We really don't believe what we say. So you see, there are two groups of people we're trying to please. Number one, we're trying to please the, the non-Christian. We don't want to look too super spiritual. We want to fit in. We want to blend in, you know. We want to be too noticeable. Then when it comes to on the other side, we don't believe what we say. And the word of God simply is saying, in order for you to get something from the law, you have to believe what you say. And with that said, I want you to go to Mark chapter 11, verse uh, 20. And in the morning, as the disciple passed, they saw that the fig tree had withered away from its root. And Peter, remembering, said to the Lord, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you have cursed has withered away from its root. The first thing Jesus says in verse 22, he said, have faith in God. Then verse 23 says, for surely I say unto you that whosoever should say unto this mountain, he found the biggest thing around them, which is one mountain, uh, and said unto the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. My goodness, Uh, uh, (laughs) it will be done for him on two things. Number one, he does, he believes in his heart that those things he said will come to pass and he does not doubt. You got to believe and you got to not doubt. So I'm camping on those two. You have to believe what you said. You cannot ride on somebody else's face. If things are not happening right in your life, that means you're not coming. Check yourself. It's not the Holy Spirit. It's not the Lord problem. Check yourself. He gives you the same, his same ability. You have his sin spirit. You have his sin life in you. He did something in the beginning by saying Jesus did something by saying you do something by saying. You don't go on other person's feet and say, oh, according to what my mom said, according to what my pastor said. You have to own unto your own words. You have to own it. Like, for example, a lady was telling me one time, oh, you're going to lose your leg in the elevator. No, ma'am, I just went right on it. New era for me, and I said, no, ma'am, I am not going to lose my leg. No, ma'am, I'm not going to have a heart attack. No, ma'am, I'm not going to do that. You can have it, but I don't want it. The minute you start saying no, 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 people watch what they say around you. But if you say, oh, I don't want to be noticed, I just want to slide in the gap, you know something? The devil is going to use that as a slide to come and steal, kill, and destroy from you. So my goal today is to encourage you to say, listen, do not be ashamed of the word of God. I am not saying you should go out there and behave unreasonable and not be sensitive to the people around you and say I rebuke you in Jesus name no you're going way on the other end be very courteous be very professional but just decline the matter you know decline no I don't take that I am so sorry but that doesn't belong to me no, I'm not gonna take that. I'm thank you very much, but I have enough. I don't. I'm not gonna participate in COVID. No, I am not gonna take the flu this year. No, I am not gonna take poverty. You know something? I believe that all my needs will be met. I don't know how, but the money is coming. It's not my job to know where the money is coming from. I thank you. The money is coming. And then when you step aside from those people, you start praising the Lord for the victory. You start giving the Lord all the glory. Sometimes you really need to excuse yourself from the people you're hanging out with and just go in the back room, go to the bathroom and give God some praise and give God some glory. You see what I'm saying? And then when you get around your church folks and you don't believe what you're saying, you have to tank up on. Oh, you say, well, how do I believe what I'm saying? Get that word inside of you. Listen, I'm telling you, if this is the violent it by force. The word of God said, you got to be intentional. You got to be purposeful. Because if you don't get the word of God on the inside of you, guess what? You are not going to be strong enough to say what the word of God said. And if you look at Psalm chapter 103 verse 20 said bless the lord all oh my soul you holy angels who excel in strength excel in strength excuse me who do his word who hearken that means ready to go to the voice of his word you gotta give voice to his word in your life you gotta give voice to his word that apply to your situation when you do that you give the angels your ministering angels and the holy spirit power to go and start working and making things to happen but you have to believe in your heart and you cannot doubt when doubt come about, you got to jack yourself by the color of your shirt and say, listen here, call your own name, listen here, Winita. you are going to believe God, you are going to stay on God's side. I don't care when you have tears running down your face. It doesn't look like it's coming. You're going to encourage yourself in the Lord. You're going to bless the Lord. You know, sometimes we plant a seed. You just need to water that seed. You plan to see by your mouth and speaking what God said. Some days you need to forget about the whole thing and start giving God praise and start giving God glory and start thanking the Lord for what He's already doing, what you cannot see, but yet happening. And I'm telling you, I dare you to try that. I am not daring you, but I encourage you to take God at his word today and just believe what you said. Do not be ashamed of his word and believe what you said, what his word said. I'm not saying just go out there and talk foolishly. I'm saying get the word of God on the inside of you because life and death are in the power of your mouth. And the word of God said in in, in that scripture is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. If you want to reference that life and death is in the power of your tongue. And Psalm chapter 116, verse verse 10 said, I believe, therefore I speak. You have to believe before you start talking. If you don't believe and you just jump up and start talking, your talks are going to be challenged. The situation is going to stare you in the face and it's not moving. And then you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know what to do. You're going to be like, oh, this faith thing doesn't work. Oh, this speaking and claiming thing doesn't work. Yes, it does. Because that's how God made a heaven and earth. That's what Jesus did. And that's what you and me are supposed to do. Amen. I hope you're blessed today. I hope you're encouraged. And I hope you apply the will of God to every situation. It doesn't matter, big or small. God is in every situation. What Are you losing your eyebrows? Oh, you're getting gray. Whatever the situation is, start speaking God's words today and see God work miracles in your life. Amen? Be blessed. We love you. We're encouraging you. Stay tuned. Check back here with us. And I tell you, I got a great testimony. My next session will be my testimony about about a very significant thing that happened in my life most recently. And I'm here to give God all the glory and hopefully you can be blessed and you can learn from that. Amen. We love you. We're praying for you in Jesus name. This program was brought to you today by the friends and partners of Cornelius Pratt Ministries. CPM wants to say thank you.